0: Welcome to this episode of the IIF Future Leaders podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Dylan Riddle, and this time I'm joined by another one of my Future Leaders colleagues uh, from the class of 2020. Welcome to the show, Souk Saluja.
1: Thanks Dylan, appreciate uh, the opportunity to be here.
0: Thank you for being able to join us. Uh, So like all episodes, we're gonna start with kind of what your current role is and and where you are. Um, Right now, you're a managing director at Macquarie based uh, in New York or based out of the New York office. Um, but do you mind kind of walking us through what your your role is, responsibilities uh, in that role for the New York office?
1: Yeah, sure. So, Dylan I've been I've uh, been with Macquarie for about fifteen years, all foot based in New York. Currently, is a managing director in Group Treasury, so uh, effectively head the treasury function for Macquarie in the Americas. Um, and as the name implies, you know, sort of uh, get involved in sort of, you know, funding transactions um, and anything sort of that impacts McCoy's balance sheet and um, how we can structure it um, and sort of finding finding ways to optimize uh, balance sheet outcomes for the institution. Kind of spend the day in yeah, fairly complex, interesting transactions, uh, looking at the, those things, interacting with uh, external counterparties and colleagues internally as well. So uh, pretty sort of broad, uh, broad spectrum responsibilities here.
0: What's the role been like for you this year with obviously COVID making our future leaders class kind of special and we, we don't get this trip to Amsterdam that we were promised at the beginning of the year? Um, and, you know, I've talked to a bunch of our other colleagues now where there's kind of the split between whether or not their, you know, their function and their actual job is really impacted by COVID. It's completely changed what their priorities are or they their job function is pretty much the same and it's mostly changed how they go about working, like the work from home versus working in the office sort of thing. Which, which bucket do you see yourself kind of following in at this point?
1: It depends on, you know, what period uh, you're talking about, right? Like if I, if I look at sort of, you know, when we started back in March um, and, and and now, I think obviously, you know, you, 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 this thing came out of nowhere. No one expected it. You know, there was a lot of transition, et cetera. Um, the focus of the institution, et cetera, was also different, right, at, at that time when, when the market was under massive stress. Um, but since then, you, you've kind of seen a different, different swing. I think uh, you know, as you know, as issuances in the market go, as transactions in the market go, there's obviously been a lot of work that's been done. So, so as uh, as as a group, we've been we've been really really busy doing some very interesting stuff. Um, I think uh, I think the year's obviously been challenging in that, in you know, that you kind of you know, remove from from people you you, know, you used to. Go, go and work daily with um, I, I think uh, I, I think um, it, what's been interesting obviously is you know a lot of what we do has to deal with people back in Sydney given it's a Sydney headquartered institution and, and so being on the phone is you know, sort of normal or Doing doing uh, you know Zoom calls or Webexes etc is sort of par for the course for us right uh, at least the team based in based in New York. I think the the uh, the the shift in my mind is that you know because everyone was on it um, and you know essentially levelled the playing field for you know people sitting in a conference room versus everybody being on this virtual conference room. And so I think that's been an interesting interesting dynamic um, from from a working perspective, um, but. Uh, look I, I think as a whole from a work perspective you yeah, know fair amount of interesting stuff i think there's been quite a few opportunities coming out of uh, coming out of this uh, which uh, which as an institution uh, institution we're exploring and have executed on um from from a you know impact on how we work uh, obviously has has changed right people uh, there's more flexibility angle being discussed uh, there's more working from home There's certainly positives to it as well
0: it definitely does uh, and actually while you're talking have gone on me that you're the first, uh, you're the first other person that we've done interviews with that is based in the U.S. So it's it's interesting because I feel like in a lot of these other conversations I keep coming back to like oh yeah like the U.S. it's exactly like this blah blah blah. Like, nobody knows exactly what I'm talking about. But the the kind of other interesting angle to that is obviously like you mentioned that you're you're an Australian based institution and you're working at the New York office. Do you think that that and particularly Australia's proximity to COVID-19 kind of the start of the outbreak in China and Southeast Asia. Did that, did you guys have have like kind of a head start, do you think? Or was there, you know, at the beginning of it, what was it like coming from the home office to to you compared to, you know, your neighbors or friends or things like that?
1: What's interesting was Australia's obviously managed this, uh, you know, if I can say, the, their exposure to COVID has been very different to what the US exposure is, right? Like, uh, you know, Australia's had, 20 cases or 30 cases uh, in a country of, you know, call it 20, 25 million. Um, I think, uh, you know, my little hometown of Short Hills, New Jersey has, has had, you know, like, you know, it's like 20,000 people and there's like, you know, 400 cases or whatever right here so it's 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 been different i think they obviously had a head start in how they managed it um and they've you know so far it looks like they've done a great job i mean this thing obviously evolved so you you don't you don't really know how, where where it's going to go um i think as a result uh, you know things opened up there quicker as well right the offices are open life is you know, sort of almost back to normal i think the last few weeks i think things are a bit a bit different there as well but uh you know they certainly haven't been at least parts of australia or sydney hasn't been as uh, as you know as sort of locked down as as where we've been or or how things have been um i think uh, i i i think give, you know, given people have like, everyone's experiences over a period of time right the fact that we're doing it over an extended period of time obviously makes it harder for us but but everybody knows what's what what, you know what goes into it and and uh, and the things that you need to deal with as a result of you know kids being uh kids being not, not in school and being at home you know people living in smaller spaces and you know sort of uh dealing dealing with uh dealing with all that and, and there's different challenges yeah. right so everyone understands uh how it's going i think uh you uh, know so so uh i think it's look I, you know it's like we've done the best anyone can given the situation
0: yeah hopefully the motto of last year not the motto of this year. It's just kind of getting along and making it to whatever there's a vaccine rollout or things like that. Um, but why don't we pivot a little bit and we talk about kind of some of the other roles you've held at, at Macquarie and kind of more broadly your career and how that's kind of shaped you to end up being a future leader and things like that. Um, I was joking about it at, at kind of the top of the call, but I am still definitely going to bring it up here uh, that you have the probably the most interesting uh, bio of everyone in the future leaders group because the top of yours starts out with basically being a, a world class tennis player and so I don't know if you want to kind of give some background to that. And my question, more importantly, is how did uh, you know those experiences kind of then help shape your your work experiences? And is, is there stuff that kind of crosses between the two?
1: Yeah, and, uh that's uh well maybe I'll just give you a quick recap, right? Um I'm originally from uh India, that's where I grew up. Um I came to the US in 97 to play play tennis um uh, for for a school down in Alabama called Samford. Um and I used to play tennis. I was, you know, played played a fair bit in India, played a few few sort of, you know, uh, international events and uh you know, ended up uh through through luck or or you know, potentially some good matches end up uh being ranked in the world and sort of you know came in um, and decided that you know at the time it was probably the best for me to sort of utilize that experience to come into the US. Uh, went through my education, started with Price Waterhouse um, in in their international tax services. My background sort of accounting tax, um, and, and then spent a few years there, um, and then eventually um, you know in, in 2005 started started working in Macquarie uh, in the investment banking group, um, and. And, and, and it was, you know, the, the pivot to Macquarie uh, was more around, you know, as, as, a, as an advisor looking, as a tax advisor, you sort of looking at, you know, a specific aspect of the transaction as part of being in, in an investment bank. You, you sort of get to see you know, start to finish uh, and potentially, you know, an investment bank that tends to tends to deploy its own capital uh, uh, alongside clients, et cetera, You get to see a lot more interesting, interesting uh, transactions. Um, and so, so over the period of time, you know, basically, um, you know, so, so 2005 through 2000, 2009, I was in the investment banking, banking group, um, you know, doing a fair, fair amount of principal transactions. Um, and then, um, subsequent to that, you know, when the financial crisis happened, the team I was in was, you know, it's basically a set of sort of problem solvers, et cetera, was moved centrally. Um, and, and you know, Work through because you know you had different forces coming in around regulation, et cetera. and so you had to work through structuring, and problem solving. So that, that's been sort of what what we've been doing, and eventually the team sort of moved uh-huh. into treasury, and and that's where we sort of sort of sit, right? Um, and so that's sort of been you know my my sort of general pathway in, in into Macquarie and and doing stuff. Now I think in terms of how I translate the tennis um and 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 work um, you know, uh look at the, I think there are parallels parallels right like a um Tennis, I think, to a certain extent, is about problem solving and, and sort of thinking about thinking thinking making decisions in a fairly quick uh, quick manner, right? Like you, you have a point, you're constructing a point, you're thinking about where you want to go, and you you design it before you play it. It doesn't always end up being like that. Like you expect, you can anticipate, and sometimes you can anticipate it work well. Sometimes, you know, your opponent does something different and you need to respond to that. And that's a bit, a bit around real transactions and everything else as well. You can anticipate everything, have a playbook, think about, you know, everything that you can, but reality is life life will throw throw things at you that are different and so it it helps you sort of you know i, I think that mindset around problem solving etc uh, is, is quite helpful um and i think uh you know it's a uh, you need to be you need to be fair like fairly resilient right like the things do take time and and there's yeah the, so so i think tennis again on that point like it's it's a long game, right? In that, you know, you, you, you have a three set match or a five set match and, and, you know, things can, you you can be, you can be down till, till the, till the last point and still come back. So, so effectively just, uh, you know, keeping hope and sort of working at it, chipping away
0: at it is, uh, is the way to play it, I guess. Yeah. Is, I like the idea that uh, it's a, it's a long game. and you need to, you have, you basically have a strategy and implement it over the course of the long game. It doesn't matter that it, it didn't work on one point or even one set, but if you stretch it out over the course of the match, it's the right strategy. It totally works out in the long run. It's kind of a nice uh, analogy for finance as well. So we've talked a lot about with with some of the other interviews, people who kind of have stressed the, the importance of having these different experiences, how kind of different experiences have shaped their career trajectory and things that they're interested in. And a lot of folks have, have started somewhere like uh, Bryce Waterhouse Coopers, or we've talked to some folks who started in consulting. Um and, you know, in reflecting on it, I started consulting as, as well. And so I, I'm not sure if this is, you know, my opinion or putting the words <laughs> into other people's mouths at this point, but I mean, getting exposure to a lot of different things at once, whether it was uh, consulting clients or clients that you're advising um, tax-wise. But so did you, when you were in that role, was your goal always to get into banking afterwards or were you more scanning the, getting exposure to a bunch of different things and then thinking about it there?
1: I think it was more about uh, keeping an open mind, right? Um, and, uh, and and I think yeah, consulting or you or, know, or, and even banking, right? I think the what I really like about it is you uh, you you tend to meet people who have a very diverse background across the board. You 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 know, the problems you solve aren't the same every day. There's different issues that crop up, right? Like, you know, I'd love to say that I've been at Macquarie for 15 years and I've been doing the same transaction for the last 15 years. I, you know, I'd love to say that that the cookie-cutter scheme and everything else has just worked exactly the same. And the reality is, you know, probably haven't repeated anything I've done, uh, you know, over, over 15 years. It's been different. It's been different challenges, et cetera. Um, and so, so I, I think what interested me... Um, uh, coming into banking was uh was just that it's uh it's an intermediary across a lot of things, right? It's a, it sits in the middle of you know, everything that goes on in the world, at least in the financial world if you if you think about it, right? And then so there's so much to learn and and, and, and it's been it's been phenomenal, right? Like and, and like looking into the future, you can see that, you know, five years from now the way things are being done today it's good you yeah, one can say yeah you can expect massive change just in terms of how things have gone so so it's uh it's exciting um, you know at times it can be geez, I, you know there's so much I don't know uh, and you you can sort of sit back and think about it but uh, the and and the part there is you know you you're in the middle of a discipline so to speak where you actually can talk to people and, and get a view from, you know, experts. And there's a lot of pe- smart people working in the industry. And so there's very good insights and perspectives one can one can, uh, one can can get access to.
0: No, absolutely. And it's um, echoing some of the other conversations we've had, too. There's always a lot of moments where I think people in our class feel overwhelmed by whatever their job is or, like, their responsibility, and not just in a time of crisis like COVID, but just like, oh, man, I've really gotten myself into something. And then you stop and try to, like, think how you get yourself out of it um uh, so you know what it kind of to that point what is what is kind of your approach is there um uh, you know when i think about myself i i guess i stole this from consulting probably but i kind of like refer to my toolkit or my toolbox full of things that i just know like in any situation if i go if i just throw that strategy down and, and run with it for at least a little bit it'll hopefully buy me some time and maybe it actually works and or it's just bought me enough time that i can reevaluate uh, so I mean kind of what's your approach in a situation where you, you suddenly get there and you're like, Oh, the water is over my head.
1: What works or the things that I sort of you know what I find myself doing in situations like this is is seeking perspective from sort of, you know, trusted people or generally everything you do is in a team right you don't end up doing anything individually and and you you know you just communicate with the team and bounce things off and and you know you kind of say this is how I'm thinking about it how are you thinking about it what's the best way to solve this what are your thoughts you know and, and sort of you know sort of hearing from a few different people um, what they how they would approach it etc you know kind of helps formulate a view around well what I was thinking made sense or I ought to tweak it or, or anything else so you sort of you know kind of yeah, you know, I, I I like to get a lot of feed feedback and a lot of discussions around you know, how one should be thinking about it, because uh, you know I might look at this and say, oh, this is how I think this should work, and this is you know, and someone might come in and actually shed something completely different, and you go, oh, that's an interesting way. I never, you know, I wasn't focused on that, and that sort of alters how how I think about it. So so I think sort of similar approach, right? If you get stuck, uh, is trying to basically step back from it and say, well, how can we attack this problem? What are the various solution
0: routes? to it getting lots of input from other people is is a key part of that it sounds like for i mean how how has doing everything virtually or maybe because you know, possibly you're doing this with colleagues who are back in Sydney anyway has has having to shift virtually changed at all because i could also see that's something that's a little bit harder if you're not in the office and like the way i have my office set up is like i have a wide open door and all these whiteboards and like, constantly like doing idea like sessions but uh it's a little bit, i haven't figured out how to do that virtually
1: yeah, no, I think that's – look, there's there is definitely an element of face-to-face um, and, uh, and, and, you know, you can draw stuff out on a whiteboard, et cetera, and sort of walk someone through. It's much easier when you're know, sitting side by side. You can say, you know, oh, can we just jump in a room and you work something out, right? Um, so I think you, it, there's definitely that. I think that uh, th- that that's missed. Um, I, I think um, at least at the start of it, you know, I found that there was – when you're in a physical environment, you bump into people. And, you you know, whether you intend to or not, you end up having conversations with people, you know, effectively just as part of, you know, you're all together in a building or a floor and you're running by and there's exchange of ideas, right? When you're in, in this situation, in this setting, you know, you need to sort of plan everything, right? Like, so you need to actively, proactively think rather than sort of being just the opportunity doesn't present itself. To, to bump into people, right? You need to actually go out and make that. And that, that's a big difference where, uh, especially given what I was just saying, like, you know, someone who depends a lot on input from people, you, it's much easier to have that when you know, they're talking to people and, you know, discussing ideas. What are you doing? What are you working on? You know, and, and so that's the, that's the bit I think, I think I, I really do miss. I think also miss, you know, working with colleagues on a daily basis. But, you know, a lot of it is, you know, the, the closer team, the you know, the immediate team that I work with is accessible. We, we, we obviously talk, Multiple times a day, working on similar projects, et cetera. So, so it's more the other side. And then, and as as you mentioned, like working in a in a um, you know globally uh, you know off, uh, offshore headquartered institution, um, the fact that a lot of the discussions happen via uh, the um, in, in, you know, virtual media or, or telephone, that's sort of part for the course.
0: Yeah, missing the interactions like getting a cup of coffee or getting caught in the elevator with someone, right? That you it sparks an idea or you realize oh like oh you are working on it i, I literally never heard that you were working on that because it hasn't come across my desk yet but hey it'll let me weigh in on this or now when it does come across my desk i'll have some idea vaguely what i'm supposed to be reading uh, no that's that's it's really interesting i you know like the input model is uh you know think about different ways to solve problems and like getting lots of input is obviously really important and there's kind of different models i think that people take some people don't want to get any input at first and just want to run and then figure out you know, tested that, did my initial instinct work and I'll get input on that if it didn't work or get the input first and then start running. Um, but if we uh, look back kind of over the last 15 years of Macquarie 2, are there, are there any particular roles that really stand out or any transitions to roles that kind of stood out as, as either a big opportunity that was a, maybe a risk or something like that, or uh, you know, somewhere where you had to basically learn on the job real quick uh, or, or, Really, anything that just kind of shaped your firm positioning.
1: So, what I would say, right, like when I started in uh, at Macquarie in two thousand five, um, in, in the New York office, uh, you know, Macquarie obviously at that time was in a different uh, different period uh, of growth uh, to to where it's now, and, and you know, at a certain point uh, when I'd started, at least before I'd started, there was a question in my mind whether you know it's the it's. A, am am i you yeah, know I, I had a you know good career at at price waterhouse i enjoyed the people i worked with i thought the work was interesting and and to a certain extent right like one could characterize that potentially it was you know, taking a plunge into something that's a bit of an unknown right um and uh and i like when i when i when i did that in at, at the onset there was a question in my mind um you know i i think uh i think 15 years uh, on uh, i can I, I can tell you uh, without a shadow of doubt that uh, I feel it was uh, it was absolutely the right decision for me uh, uh, and part of it is you know what i'd look what I was looking for was you know challenges you know sort of uh, a lot more ownership on transactions uh doing interesting stuff uh working with working smart people working with people you want to work with. Um, and, and fortunately for me, Macquarie has provided me, you know, all of that. Like I, I, you know, a lot of my close friends are, uh, are colleagues I, I work with. And, uh, and it, it not just because, you know, it's that we're good friends because we spend a lot of time. It's literally it's good friends because we actually do care about each other, uh, outside of work elsewhere. So it's been, a, it's been a great, great experience for me, um. On that basis so i think i think uh yeah the only the only challenge was the, the first step i think since then um yeah i've, uh, I've thoroughly enjoyed uh, enjoyed what we've been doing
0: the difference between whether you want to do something or you want to be friends with someone or you know it, the whole wanting to do it versus having to do it for your job is a very different thing and kind of when when the two are the same it makes everything so much easier and so much better like when you actually get up and want to do whatever the thing is that's on your list, and maybe it's not always that way. maybe there are aspects of your job. I'm sure, everyone has aspects of their job that they don't want to do, like filing expenses or whatever. <laughs> whatever it is, everyone has something that's tedious that they don't they don't want to do on their day to day. But uh, when you kind of get as close as possible, it's that want to do it and need to do it. it uh, I think it makes things a little bit easier. Um, you know, obviously, it's it means the bank is doing something right. I would assume.
1: No, I think I think that, I think that's right. I think uh, you know a, a, every job has its pros and cons. Uh, as long as you know the the pros uh, outweigh the cons, um, you know it, it's probably a good place to be. And I think, uh, as far as I'm concerned, it's been it's been terrific. Uh, I've been very fortunate on that front.
0: Kind of pivoting to our, our last section, not to necessarily wrap things up, but uh, looking looking forward to 2021. Like, kind of, what are the obviously in the US? We're still. Hopefully waiting on getting vaccines uh which theoretically should be rolling out, but might be slightly stalled um i mean what else are you what else are you looking for for this year um uh, you know both on the general you know are you gonna be working in the office anytime soon or also on the the business side as well
1: yeah look i think um on 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 sort of the work front and the working arrangements um Yeah, I yes, absolutely want to get back uh to some sort of normalcy, um, to what we were used to, you know, before March of twenty twenty. Um, you know, whether whether that normalcy is gonna happen in in, yeah. Couple of months' time, or, or longer. That's you know obviously uh, for the experts in the situation to sort of uh, you, know, you know as it unfolds. Uh, but but hopefully twenty twenty one is the year where, where we sort of get back the semblance of you know of what 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 we thought was normal. Right? So so that's certainly the point. Um, I think uh, you know as uh, in relation in relation to 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 work. I think it'll be. I think it's going to be an interesting time because I think uh, it's. A lot of the things that we knew as as work and and how things were done, you know, it's been a bit of a reset in 2020, and I think uh, there's a lot of experiences and 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 yeah things that we can take from 20 to 2020 20, uh, into 2021 and on, and on that that'll have a very positive influence uh, in in the general work-life balance ge- the general thing on how, how we approach things. i think it might change structurally how the world operates uh, or at least the business business side of the world operates and and what that means um and and potentially some aspects of it might be disruptive some aspects uh, of you know it, it might be different but i guess what i'm saying is i expect a certain amount of change and change obviously is a driver always for opportunity, and and so so I think uh, to be in a, in that situation you, know, you can it depends on which side of change you're in, uh, but certainly you know being on the side of trying to uh, capitalize on an opportunity um, would would be would be an ideal ideal thing. So I, I think it's certainly an exciting time. I think it's a, it's a time which. Uh, at a minimum, will offer you a lot of learning experiences and, and grow as an individual, as a professional. So so I'm certainly positive, uh, you know, quite quite hopeful that uh, 2021 would be a, a good year.
0: Jumping onto that point, too, for, for your clients and, and business at the bank, but it, being based in the U.S., obviously, is uh, going to have a much different outlook than Europe, although I guess they're in the phase two lockdowns already again, too. Um, but we've talked previously, Previous conversations with folks about the kind of K-shaped recovery, of the services sector, especially in the U.S., is so decimated. And then there's some of us that um, you know have been fortunate enough to be in the office the whole time. Does that does that kind of shape your your outlook, or is there you know the Biden administration coming in? Is that a, another factor for clients that uh, has been weighing, or you know between those two things? I guess. Look, I think it, obviously if you if you think about
1: you know. You can't sort of just look at one aspect of the economy and say, you know, that's sort of my focus area. Right? Like as an, as an institution, you're here to serve a community, and and you know, it's it's a broad spectrum of of, uh, of of things, right? It's not just limited to the economics. It's also, if you think about the social causes and everything else, and the environmental causes and everything else. I mean, these are they, there's obviously quite a few things um coming into play here, right? And I think, you know, from a quarry's perspective, I think there's a pretty strong commitment um, and and, for the team that we're in as well across all those things. Right. And so, so, so I think, um, I just think uh, there's, there's lots of good stuff to come lots of things, uh, learnings from 2020 to, to, play into 2021 and and beyond um i think uh i think you know with any any sort of change or anything else you kind of you know obviously need to think about you know what the impacts are right um and, and there will be like there will be structural impacts of, of this like how deep those structural impacts will be uh, obviously you know it's it's sort of we'll, we'll have to see how things play out um but uh but like I said, like you know, I think uh, from a strategic point of view, you know, from, for any financial institution or or a, a anyone in the business business cycle, right? Like this is, there'll be areas where you'd say, yep, this is a, this is the area we want to focus on because of here's a growth opportunity, or here's here's a different way of doing this because that you know essentially increases productivity, enhances returns, is value accretive, etc. So so certainly certainly a fair amount of uh, fair amount of things to to play out.
0: It's going to be an interesting year, especially as you said, things aren't that certain yet as how it's actually going to play out. I think it's um, everyone is very optimistic how it's going to play out, but we don't actually know at this point. But that's pretty much it from our side, Sue. Thank you for for joining our episode. I uh, really appreciate you making the time to be able to speak with us and the audience today.
1: Now, thanks a lot, Dylan, and, and to everyone at uh, the IAF. I think uh, you know, obviously, it's been a it's been a different year, but uh, uh, you know, I've thoroughly enjoyed the program. Thoroughly enjoyed being part of it. It uh, really was an honor, and I think just the way the program was handled, the insights, the speakers, everyone was
0: was really a terrific experience. So, thank you for that.